0: I'm Simon Kemp, and you're listening to the SAP Coffee Corner radio podcast. This week, we have a very special episode recorded live at SAP TechEd in Barcelona by members of our community. Gregor, Tom, Walter, Christian and Martin give us their perspective on the first day at SAP TechEd in Barcelona. So grab a coffee, sit back, and enjoy.
1: Hello and welcome to the SAP Coffee Corner Radio. Uh, this is broadcasting live from TechEd Barcelona 2018. And, Servus miteinander.
2: Hello, welcome in the Coffee Corner podcast from SAP 2018.
1: Hello and welcome everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so I think we have to introduce ourselves. So The service was from Gregor Wolf, um, SAP mentor and independent consultant.
2: Tom Stehnes, freelancer and uh, SAP partner. Walter de working for uh, Flexor Consultancy.
3: Christian Trom, working for the University of Applied Sciences in Aachen, and I cheated. Polish is not my mother tongue.
1: So Martin Fischer with Bridging IT and SAP mentor is all of us in the room. Yeah, very nice. We, we share an Airbnb here in Barcelona, and it's a licensed Airbnb, just to uh, for the record. And yeah, what's your impressions from today? So we are just about uh, seven minutes to 12, so a good time to recap the day. So Tom?
2: Yeah, I saw a lot of focus on SAP Cloud Platform, which is really taking shape and having a lot of capabilities and also possibilities for customers to take advantage of it. So I took more of a focus on that today in terms of following sessions as well. I really like the astronaut that's being used on stage for the smooth
4: transition to up uh, in the cloud. Mm. I also heard a lot about Fiori 3, and to be correct, it's not a 3, but not 3.0. It's very important for SAP
1: that we say Fiori 3. Yeah. Uh, if if anyone wants to look it up in the session catalog, I also was wondering. I put in 3.0, I didn't find anything. Yeah, it's SAP Fiori 3. It. And mm.
3: why is it 3 and not 3.0? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Because it's <laughs> done by designers, most probably end up by software developers, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Christian? Well, we're going on the camp. Um Yeah, for me, today, actually, the, the best part was to see semi-automatic mapping in the keynote, because I was working together with Skunda Stuhic. Greetings, Gunda, if you ever listen to this. Um, a lot of years back, when I'm doing my PhD on the automatic mapping, and I'm really happy to see it in the in the uh, keynote. But you didn't contribute. No, so I didn't so contribute to the keynote. I maybe zero point zero 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 one percent of ideas I might have contributed years back. Mm. Okay.
5: So I really like the keynote today because for me all the the stuff which was. Uh, yeah, kind of future vision which we saw in the last years uh, kind kind of got in a, into a shape and, and the pieces bits and pieces came kind of together so we, we in the end saw that uh, SAP is really having a strategy for bringing all that parts together um, with a digital core with uh, SAP cloud platform uh, for all the extensions and, and all that stuff mm. and uh, finally also with, with some kind of a of an idea how you can bring that uh, different worlds together with that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, functions and sort of stuff. I guess we mm-hmm. will get told yeah. yeah, more I, about that.
1: So I can salute that. And um, I, I've attended one of the mini code jumps, um, and it was on the s 4 SDK. So, and s 4 not only cloud SDK, but it's, you can apply it also on prem. Yeah, for building extensions and I'm, I'm really ex- impressed by the um, build pipelines they set up for you and you get it the build pipeline as a docker container and you have it up and running um, so it was prepared in the session and we had to really implement some additional, Yeah, make it uh, resilient, make it uh, Te- uh, you have to implement unit tests, and all this is checked in the standard build pipeline. So you get really good quality code uh, out of it when you implement your uh, uh, extensions here. In this case it was in Java, but now we can, I hope that we ca- should apply this really also this testing thing and also the resilience uh, also when we go into ABAP in the club, club.
3: Is this one of the the tutorials you could also do independent of the mini code or is it does it require some special kind of backend
1: service? Um, I think this backend service uh, could be available via the API hub because I I think most of the code gems are available to do it yourself at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so I'm I'm not sure if on the, on this one, but actually the SDK I think you can download. Uh, You can set up, uh, if you have a a Docker environment up, uh, you can really start up this uh, integration. So it's based on Jenkins, Mm -hmm. but with all plugins needed installed. So there is a coverage check for your unit test. There's also some checks that you do uh, logging uh, to the log console, so uh, your cloud uh, environment can pick up the logs. Uh, So you're not just informing the user, you're also informing the administrators that something strange happened. Oh, that's really
4: nice. I think it's good that they provide the pipelines and they provide the coding for you. But I don't think it's a good idea to only focus on the Jenkins. There are other CI solutions, mm-hmm. which are more complete.
1: Yeah, they, they are, but I think it's a good start, and a good start. <laughs> everyone could set, take that as a template. If we see where SAP comes from, it's a good move to
5: provide that kind of quality assurance already uh, delivered to the customers. So, yeah.
1: Uh, I think the above the world would have benefited from such tools in the beginning. Yeah, so, so any, anyone was able to attend some sessions, some, some impressions from them?
2: Yeah, I'm not a developer and I attended a number of development sessions today just to get some notion of what's in the platform and what's possible. So I can, I can know also when someone is talking to me what they're talking about or if they're making stuff up, let's say. So for me, that's that's something that's of interest. And I was wondering about one thing. And since you guys are developers, you will be able to tell me. Um, because there are so many services available and so many capabilities available, I was wondering to what extent a developer will have multiple options to do the same thing and to what extent there is some kind of guidance to guide a developer when to use mm-hmm. What we saw in the keynote when do we use a function instead of using mm-hmm. something else and what makes sense at which point in time or for which use case for a non-developer like me that's not clear and it, it looks very complex so i was wondering in terms of guidance what sap is doing there or if sap is doing something and if maybe we should do something if if it's not there yet.
4: you have the sap blueprints and they you mm-hmm. see your scenario and they provide you what you need, the architecture and all mm-hmm. the different components that you need to order in a Cloud Platform. Mm-hmm. Where do you find them? Um, you search it on Google. Uh. <laughs> 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 yes, as, as this
3: is a podcast, we can put it in some show notes. I yeah, hope, hope so to too. Know. I
1: think it's cloudplatform.sap.com. That would <laughs> be, be, be my first place to go. Yeah. Yeah, but Yeah, that's a very valid question. So uh, there is also suffering, and especially on SAP Cloud Platform, we have these two very distinct environments where there is still Neo, and it will be, as uh, all our sources tell us, will be for a long time, because customers invested in it. So Neo provides a Java uh, environment where you can deploy Java on it. You have a HANA environment, and you have the HTML5, um, so to deploy static html apps but with a nice um, configurable proxy server and there is a new Cloud, uh, uh, cloud Foundry environment which provides you by SAP supported, uh, Java, um, Node.js is also supported and perhaps there is another, there is Python now, Python, yeah. Python is also now... Yeah, um, nah, yeah No, JS, no JS is no JS. JavaScript. yeah so so these are the three supported uh, build packs, but you can also bring your own build pack uh, and deploy any language you want. But um, I guess with, with respect to
3: to, to Tom's question, it's, mm-hmm. it's just getting getting more complex for customers, right? Even if you have have blueprints, as always, mm-hmm. the question what is the, what is the right solution depends really it's, on your use case. And now you have not only like one dimension, but you also have the dimension which environment do I have to choose in, in the cloud platform, which language can I go with, which services should I use, should I build something from scratch or reuse something. So it's, it's mm-hmm. a difficult decision. See, it's even
4: it. hard to explain to customers what's the difference between new and cloud wow. foundry, and which one they should take or choose.
5: For
3: the yeah, but that, mm. that's it. that's all the decisions you you shouldn't have to make as a customer, right? That's no. kind of mm-hmm. a historical thing. Yeah, for,
5: for my uh, for me, yeah, and we also had the discussions uh, today. Um, okay, it's, it's very cool to have that many options as we have at at the moment. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, it's really confusing for for actually also for us and. Also this uh, architecture uh, blueprints are written from somebody who is responsible for a special service, but what's actually missing is that, uh, yeah, that guidance one level above Having all that uh, solutions, which is SAP offering at the moment, in uh, in mind, and knowing the capabilities of all the solutions, and so giving a recommendation for okay, maybe this use case, this product would fit fit better, because some products even have a overlap. Yeah, it's sometimes hard to distinguish which direction would be the right one for for my special use case and for possible future scenarios. So that's kind
1: of an issue at the moment, for me at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so my impression at the moment is I'm still advised to, if you want to go quickly into production, go for the new services because it's more stable and uh, there's much more knowledge in the market out there. Uh, but have a look also at the Cloud Foundry because from a developer perspective, it's from the tooling, it's really nice. So you, you have the CF command line you put in, you go into your project directory, do a CF push, and then it uploads the code to the cloud platform, and you up and running in minutes. So for for continuous delivery uh, pipelines, that is really nice. Yeah, yeah.
3: You, you can do really crazy stuff with this, right? I, I remember like two one and a half years back, I I tried to deploy like an Alexia application mm-hmm. to the uh, on a cloud platform. Uh, mm-hmm. environment and it just worked out, it downloads mm-hmm. the book pack, it pushes it, it compiles and it runs. Mm-hmm. So it's from a developer perspective a really interesting mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. solution.
1: Yeah. So so Tom, have you looked also in the, because you're coming from a solution manager background, uh, in the monitoring capabilities? Um,
2: yeah, I, I followed the session today in terms of what's in there, in terms of monitoring. Mm-hmm but that's, that's more basics in terms of yeah. CPU usage, response time, and then also um, they use the root cause analysis of Solution mm-hmm. Manager. So I think that's interesting, because there you get some idea of where time is spent. Mm-hmm. I, I have an old blog post about it, where a customer was consuming half of the time on networking. So there was a network issue, and then it's very visible that, there, that this is there. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like it. It's not always super useful because sometimes you need to go deeper. Yeah. Um, and then they also, it was a hands-on workshop. They also uh, let us use Dynatrace, mm-hmm. which has more capabilities. And they also had an exercise to expose uh, the API for the monitoring. So mm-hmm. you can connect to the API. Um, in general, I think it's it's nice, like the solution manager part, if you're on-premise and you have a hybrid landscape it's easy to use because the solution manager is there it doesn't require a lot of pre-setup to use it Uh, so I would definitely recommend that you can do that if you deploy apps on uh, some cloud platform to have an ID Um, but yeah it it does require some specific knowledge also to integrate the results then Mm -hmm. um, because it's not really human readable format let's say you Mm -hmm. get some http error back and if Mm -hmm. you don't know what the application is about it's difficult as an administrator to really pinpoint the issue so Mm -hmm. you would need to have the developer by your side i would say in in order to to look at the Mm -hmm. look at the root cause and say okay this is coming from that location i have to look into this and Mm -hmm. this in order Mm -hmm. to fix it Uh, but the good thing for me is that SAP is aware of those the needs to do that mm-hmm. and to have those capabilities in there, um, I do think it can be more in depth even, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if they will do that because you have third-party tools like Dynatrace who can who can go into more detail and have more mm-hmm. detailed information like the flow of uh, of such an application.
3: Yeah. Yeah. but what what I was wondering when we saw today in the keynote the whole thing about. As for Hana event enabling and you have functions on the on the cloud platform, if you're thinking about like an application built on eventing and, and just pure functions, did, did do you guys or did you guys see anything about like like monitoring, tracing, debugging of these kind of applications? Because mm-hmm. I think for the general like app developer, everything is in NetWeaver and in one mm-hmm. system. It's going to be a really tough thing to to handle this kind mm-hmm. of applications and, and, and yeah. errors in this application. Yeah. I I will,
5: sorry. Uh, orchestration would be the the first part. I would uh, I I actually miss the monitoring and debugging is also needed. But uh, already from uh, just a architectural perspective, I, I would think we would need some some kind of uh,
1: yeah. Building block where we could uh, orchestr- uh, orchestrate yeah. all that uh, eventing stuff. I, I think that is really the topic which is uh, challenging and it's not only challenging in the SAP Ecosystem. No, that is, at I, I've attended uh, the cloud uh, native meetup in Munich and they uh, presented services, uh, other projects... Uh, uh, c- 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 um, the casing, right? The casing, yeah. ABAP <laughs> project? Uh, no, 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 mm-hmm. ABAP. You said ABAP. No, no, no. no. The, 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 the Apache project. <laughs> ah, Apache okay. project. Yeah, we, we come to ABAP later. Um, and, and, the and, show, and, and they presented, yeah, you have this all these events. Um, mm. Send out mean Kafka. Kafka, here we go. And, and you send out all these events. You can subscribe to it. You can process it as, in functions. But you don't have this layer buff to uh, really monitor what is going on in my system. And they are presented a nice solution that they had a workflow engine that can consume all also the customer events and just perhaps visualize on top really the business process which is, in, uh, which is triggered by these events. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, yeah, so this is really a part re- which I, I think is uh, needed for Make It Run. Um, in my opinion, it should be part of CPI service. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Well, like workflow, it's part, mm-hmm. like workflow, CPI, it belongs together with the, and using the same analytic tools mm-hmm. and the monitoring tools of
1: CPI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so here we also, yeah, we, we have to see and find solutions. And, but we, we missed one build pack, or it's actually, unfortunately, not a build pack, as my prediction in the uh, sub track Netherlands in 2015, I think. I put it on the wall. I asked for the ABAP build pack. So (laughs) now we have at least the ABAP environment in the cloud, also called as Steampunk. So, but only internally. uh, (laughs) (laughs) It was posted on Twitter, so we use it. Um, Yeah, any thoughts on that? Have you um, got into any sessions and get your hands on? I I didn't go into any sessions, but I tried the
3: tutorial. Yeah, me, Um, me um, me too. Yes. Yeah so everybody so up in the cloud was leading by a large yeah. margin. Yeah. <laughs> the s- s- the s- stats were uh, overwhelmed by <laughs> Abap. <laughs> um, so I actually like liked the tutorial. It it was more stable than I expected it to be. So it, it uh, not stable like, mm-hmm. like like more more kind of finished it it, mm-hmm. it, it, it felt like a, a A solid kind of solution Mm -hmm. with a programming model, but I I, I just stumbled a little bit about the the configuration of the the interfaces Mm -hmm. that that felt like configuring iDocs and consumers and and whatever Mm -hmm. just with different Mm names. You have to
4: create multiple objects
3: just to to,
4: to, to To publish a service. Mm -hmm. Why do they not combine it and just Mm -hmm. create one object to do Mm -hmm. all of it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And also when they're moving out to the cloud, why not moving the environment the development environment to the web ID
5: mm-hmm. that, That's actually a, a question I, I'm wondering since two or three years <laughs> since there is a web IDE. but I think um, and, and they actually actually I, I, em- I, emphasize it uh, that it's just, kind of an MVP which they published yet. So there's a lot of work in progress mm. um, and I mean I think uh, the reason was they promised last year at TechEd uh, it will be there by end of uh, 2018 and okay it's it's there you can uh, subscribe to it but uh, it's it's also important to, to keep in mind that uh, that it's a very, very early stage at the moment.
3: Mm. And I mean two comments. For one, Web IDE I like to have an, a not online development environment. So, Me too. So that's uh, it, it doesn't need to be Eclipse, but I don't want to have to have a network connection all the time just to, to, to program basic things. Mm. So from that point of view I don't like Web ID that much, and and the other thing is that they told us it's general available, so you can't mm-hmm. really call it an MVP if it's general available. Customers can go mm-hmm. and build production ready stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So MVP is not like the. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: You, you are right, but, but but they they said already when they announced it's uh, it's GA that um, that it's has only a
1: very limited uh, scope right now. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, the, they have the chance now, as they have a three months release cycle, mm-hmm. to bring up all the, um, the, improvements. The, the improvements really on a regular schedule, mm-hmm. and um, I think there was never such an, yeah, let's call it really, innovation platform for the ABAP stack available, because uh, as when the SAP core development of, of the Arab language and the environment published something and put it into the as the basis of um, ERP or CRM, whatever, the adoption in the customer took space years, took years. years. So it was at, at least one year or, t- or two years, mainly I would say about three or five years. Yeah, some customers still want their own um, uh, 4.7 systems so they don't touch the, the new stuff so and I think now with the possibility to give also feedback and, and also request uh, functionality so that is a big chance uh, for ABAP uh, in the cloud and brings this innovation and this um, really condensed programming model um, makes this uh, the next step. For, for me there are two main points
5: why I like this uh, step to to have um, ABAP as an additional language on SCP. So, it's not about the use cases, I'm still not very sure if there are that many, Uh, but there are two main points I I want to stress. The first thing is um, that there are no excuses anymore for ABAP developers to say, okay, cloud is a topic I don't need to care about, so now there is a cloud environment please finally start to think about uh, developing applications in the cloud move your ass and get your skills uh, up to date and the second one is it's uh, from a technology perspective a very uh, good thing to have that ABAP core stuff uh, renovated and then updated and uh, th- they are thinking of new concepts. Um, mm-hmm. I guess we will also talk about ABAP Git later and the Git integration and changes w- w- which are coming with that. And uh, that's for me just a starting point. I, mm-hmm. I think behind the scenes there are many, many other things which, were, which are very deep in the network core already for years. Uh, which need to be changed to get that stuff on uh, running on cloud which we maybe don't know yet but uh, that's really important for the future of ABAP. Mm. So it's not, yeah. not, uh, not the dead-end road uh, where we are in. now. We, we've got a future perspective I for the language and for the whole ABAP community
1: which is very uh, important for SAP. And, and let's take the message from Bjorn today with keep the core clean. Yeah, that's an, another thing
5: I, I really like, yeah. otherwise you will suffer your update uh, yeah, dilemma for the next 20 years if you mm-hmm. just go ahead and uh, add your extensions uh, to, to your uh, on-prem ERP.
3: But, but how is this going to happen? Keep, keep your core clean, right? With, with, with the possibility to convert an existing system to an S4 HANA. I would say 99.9% of the customers won't do the step to keep it really clean. They will do a conversion, and they will adjust their leg statement, and from that down the road, they are stuck with the same old crap. Um, so that that's for me kind of like a really missed opportunity, and I, I have no answer if, if you what well, would happen if SAP goes and says there is no conversion pass, it's a clean new implementation you have to do. But mm-hmm. but anyways, I, I think that, that I really can't see how, how all the customers I've been with will really listen to this message and mm-hmm. get rid of a lot of the investment they did before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Instead, status will be a lot of conversion and, and just sticking with the old stuff.
4: Yeah. I don't think it's realistic to start with a clean core. If you do conversion, you want to migrate as soon as possible, do the migration, update your system, and move on. Mm. And also clearing all the coding, mm. I don't know if it's realistic mm. for yeah. all the customers. But then you
3: up with the same old problems, right? And You're yeah. not going to upgrade. You, you always will have to, because with the next upgrade, you're in the same problems, magic situations where you didn't upgrade before. And it doesn't but matter. Some
4: customers have a history of 20 years of coding, custom coding. Mm. Yeah. You're not just mm. going to
3: clear it in a few months. Yeah, but,
4: no. but, but moving it
3: to S4HANA doesn't make it any better. It's the same crap
1: just in another environment. Yeah, mm. but you're up to date. Yeah, mm. yeah you're you <laughs> for, for like one for, minute. <laughs> for, for perhaps one year. <laughs> but was. you could not really benefit from all the investments that SAP does during the year into S4HANA Cloud that will go into S4HANA, the on-premise release every year. So I, I'm really questioning who is responsible to make this, this move. Is it the project managers? Is it uh, like the general, the CIOs, the CTOs, the CFO, the uh, CEO of the company? Who has to be sustainable? What, what I was,
3: what I'm kind of hoping is that that a lot of like the technical responsible people in companies takes this opportunity to, to basically, do something they couldn't do in the past, right? If, if you're talking the the development organization with with the with the with the, uh, with the, uh, with the uh, people that that requesting the applications, you're always in the situation that you in the end are going to build what your customer are requesting. So you're yeah, so requesting a feature, you're advising that it might not be a good idea, but at the end, you're going to build it because it will they require it. Mm-hmm. And right now, if you go S4HANA Cloud, for the first time, you have kind of leverage. You can say, oh, I would do it, but I still, I can't. Yeah, It's In not possible case. anymore, mm-hmm. and basically try to to, to convince your, your business people not to do. Yeah. And if you cannot unnecessarily convince your business, reality.
4: you will lose the customer. And the customer will look to other solutions. That's maybe, maybe, uh, maybe not. Uh, maybe, yeah. yeah,
5: but will you take that risk? Mm-hmm. I, I think one issue is, and, and that will still be the case for s for HANA transformations that the budget is not with the IT usually but it's with the functional uh, mm-hmm. departments mm-hmm. and they will not understand uh, the necessity to get that core clean from no, my end uh, so understand I stay and, and, they and, to and to the yeah and and if, uh, with, with an S4HANA migration I'm quite sure they, they will put in several topics uh, they they will maybe harmonize EOP systems um, from, for, from a process perspective. That will cause already very, very big projects. And, and then in the end, the technical migration, uh, which maybe also is not very visible for a functional department, will uh, just be cut off because of budget reasons. But I agree with you, it, w- it would be the chance, and actually we would need it, Maybe it should be, um, yeah. You you should have a plan to to kind of carve out your your custom development already when when you move it, and then build a mm-hmm. kind of a migration plan. On the other hand, I really see that, especially for very big SAP customers, those projects are just incredible, huge, mm-hmm. all, 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 already without touching mm-hmm. any old coding.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I think we will, we will not be able to provide the solution today. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: right. So It's important the SAP to not leave this it, It's
3: behind. only 20 past 12. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was looking on the timeline, so I think we, we should to get to a wrap up. And I would say, uh, take the last words of, of Björn's keynote today, that was really the call out to everyone in the SAP <laughs> ecosystem to learn and continue learning all day and um, yeah, all night as we do. <laughs> and, and I think, what, so what, what would be your advice? Let's go last round and uh, where to focus on or uh, what to get into, so Tom.
2: I would say, get awareness going in terms of what is out there, what is new. So I, I think that might at the moment be a problem where you have these projects and customers are not aware of what is actually available, what is possible, what is the good way to do that kind of project. So I think that there's work for, or there's opportunity. Let, let me say it that way for uh, employees, customers, mm. partners, anyone in the in the sub ecosystem to get knowledgeable on that and create awareness uh, about that and share knowledge about that as well and try to inform customers about the possibilities Mm -hmm. and what they might want to do in terms of getting to a cleaner future.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I going to say something that Björn mentioned today Mm -hmm. in the keynote and that is there will be no future with only AWAP but there Mm -hmm. will also be no future without ABAP.
1: So AWAP will continue its uh, Uh, it's life and and I think it's refreshed now in the cloud, so Mm -hmm. yeah, nice. Yeah, and,
3: and as Lars always says, right? Um, Abba
1: is like the sun; it will shine forever, or something, or for a million years. At least until twenty thousand nine nine nine. So that is the date we put always in for the last date in Abba. Also, you know, oh, it's But you.
3: Can extend the field. I guess I for material number as well. Uh, no, with respect to learning, um, for me it's always not only look at the SAP ecosystem. There there is so many good stuff out there. Um, <clears throat> go and also look at something else. Whatever it is, um, you're not you're learning something, and it will help you also with whatever you do in the SAP mm-hmm. ecosystem.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, I completely agree with Christian, um, actually that's something which became more and more relevant um, in the SAP ecosystem as well uh, within the last years, uh, just uh, I, I yesterday just checked on the uh, TechEd app uh, which different programming languages are available in the sessions and there are many, many, many Python uh, sessions who would have thought about that 5 or, or 10 years mm-hmm. ago and there are even uh, Go sessions on the agenda so it's even more important for, for the SAP ecosystem to have a look on on the different other ecosystems because there are no silos anymore, uh, we are getting closer to, um, to all the standard um, open standard stuff, SAP is really opening up with all that stuff they are doing in the last years, so we are not in the SAP silo anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Open up and and have a look to the general IT and uh, the other ecosystems are still a bit faster. If they are better, I doubt, Um, but yeah, just Mm -hmm. be open and uh, don't don't focus too much on your do- daily work and and maybe only on the above environment you you know since 30 years or something mm. like that yeah
1: oh and, and sometimes what what i do really like uh, is uh, in munich there is a huge offering of meetups so check out meetup.com uh, look what's up in your town and join off the cloud native uh, meetups or some machine learning whatever it's really inspiring Go there and and use these opportunities. So yeah, with that, I think we call it a night. Uh, we have t- two days to go for for TechEd, and let's do it as we started. So, fitta chmien a rond. Good night. Good night. Bonsoir. Good night. Good Good
0: Thanks for listening. Remember, if you've got any feedback or suggestions for the show, don't hesitate to reach out to us on Twitter. We really appreciate getting all the insights from our community on the ground in Barcelona. And we'd love to get more podcasts by the community for the community. Thanks for listening. Until next time.